0: Send us a voice note at speakpipe.com slash hormonal, and we'll get it answered on the show. You are listening
1: to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast, a show for women who are chasing their everyday and epic adventures. This podcast is hosted by Christy Moan and me, Katherine Taylor, and powered by Feisty Media. Well, hello. Oh my gosh. It only took 102 episodes for you to just jump right in. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) It was very
2: enthusiastic though. Well, I mean, we're here uh, for several reasons. One, I haven't seen you in like two or four months. (laughs) (laughs) Two or four months or four weeks or four weeks. Um and two, we're celebrating a bit today. I mean, what you know, what's not to love? I know. So we missed our
1: celebration of our 100th episode because you were in Ireland. I was in the Gulf Coast of Florida. Um sounds horrible. <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I was it with was my fine. friends.
2: <laughs> it was it was hot. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: now that I've left the South, I realize it's real freaking hot there. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we wanted to do well we wanted to catch up remember yeah. cuz some people like it when we talk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so for you three people out there. That like it when we just talk episode. to each other. It is for you
1: because It's for you. For the rest of you, we don't have a guest, so you can turn it off right now if you, you want. You can turn it off right now and just go about your day. Save yourself this some time. <laughs> but uh we wanted to properly celebrate our 100th
2: episode. Yeah.
1: Even though it's episode 102.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it took us a couple of episodes to get things going. So oh, maybe we can look at it that way. <laughs> that's true. Okay. So we're
1: going to talk about some of our favorite memories, some of the things we've learned, but before that, what have you been doing? What have you
2: been up to? Well, you know, uh, July was the, the wedding tour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was the wedding tour. We, uh, I'm sure I haven't gotten to listen to the episode from, um, from, uh, with Allie, um, at the end, she said, Christy married me. And I said, yes. you're
1: married to Christy now. <laughs> <laughs> and she got real flustered. It's just like, no, no. I mean, Christy, Christy, uh, fish, I mean, I wouldn't marry Christy, but Christy, uh, but she's got to him. And
2: <laughs> just the way she said it is it like, we got married. <laughs> Oh that's funny. Well that's how it, that's how we kicked it off was with the uh Alley the A plus B wedding out in Petaluma which was absolutely fabulous. Um and very pretty and uh, all all things that you would anticipate an Alice and Tetrick wedding to be. Um Blaze was there to make sure it didn't go completely <laughs> off the rails. That's
1: good. Since he she did marry him and not you.
2: Yes. Yeah. She married the bear. Um this I'm I'm spoken for. <laughs> Um, and then from there, uh, uh, we went over to Ireland, which, you know, the, in, the getting to getting back to Kansas from, um, Petaluma, w- there was a delay and a red eye and which delayed our flight to Ireland. So there was some stuff in there that was kind of a bummer to get over there, but, um, it shortened our trip for Ireland just a little bit, but I mean, it was still just super gorgeous. And that was to go to Corey Smith, who is. Um, A longtime friend of ours here in Emporia and um, his new wife, Michelle Duffy, who's also become a good friend and now lives in Emporia that people, she's, she's been on the show. And um, if you're around gravel cycling as a female, I'm sure you've bumped into Duffy. So Duffy Smith now, but that was, that was insanity. Um, The wedding was a blast. Uh, Michelle's family is is Irish and it lives in Ireland, except for her parents. So it was, um, the full Irish cultural experience. The wedding was insane. Yeah. I woke up, I think the best example is, um, they got married on Monday evening, woke up Tuesday morning, was going over to get coffee for my husband and myself and I got back with the coffee and was sipping the coffee. and thought, oh, I'll look at my Garmin to see what it says my battery bat- body battery is and things like that, you know, which was in the tank and my sleep score was shit. But I had like almost 10,000 steps. And I was like, I just walked to get coffee because we danced until like 4 a.m. And we didn't shut the party down. Like that's,
1: <laughs> I mean, the Europeans know how to part. I remember when my cousin got married years and years ago. And this is like a German wedding, which the Germans are not like as party as the Irish, but I think I was like 19 or something. I was in the wedding. This was a long time ago, but the the wedding started at like 10 in the morning with their ceremony. And at midnight, they pulled out like the third meal
2: of the wedding. It was a second dinner on the whole, like, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs)
1: They make it last
2: over there. They're like, we are partying. Well, I mean, in in all honesty, like what what a great way to start your life together. You know, I mean, everybody was just the band was phenomenal. So it was just like they played nonstop for so long (laughs) and just kept go like like a DJ would. It was really fun. I mean, and it was at this place, Rothsala that had been built in the early 1700s. So, I mean, you can just like all the things that you imagine is what it was. So, and then we came back and then we had COVID. So Uh, I know you got the
1: Rona. I mean, finally, I don't know. I just feel like unless you stay in your house,
2: you're just, I made it through two unbound finish lines and how many cycling events and yeah, but it caught me. So
1: unless you had it asymptomatic before which is also possible. That's
2: true. Well, I guess that's true. I just don't believe that though. <laughs> like after having it, I'm like, yeah, no, I haven't had this before. So, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Nothing quite that exciting.
1: Uh, yeah. I went back to Georgia for a week. I was going go to get a Rooted and then three of my friends celebrated big birthdays. And I, I just knew as soon as they said they wanted to do a trip, I knew it was going to be the same weekend yeah. because of when the birthdays fell and sure enough, it was the same weekend. So uh, I went to, uh, to not, I did not go to rooted. I went uh, back to Georgia and we went down to the Gulf coast of Florida and had like a private beach access and sat on the beach for a few days and swam in the ocean. And remembered how hot it is. I mean, the Gulf coast of Florida really is gorgeous. It's white sand beaches, blue waters. It's It's
2: so pretty. And we
1: had a private beach, um, which was really nice. So it wasn't like that part of the country. It was right before schools getting ready to start in the South. And so if you walked like quarter of a mile, either way, it was just like wall to wall people, but because everybody's like, it was, you know, maybe 10 houses had access to this beach it was not crowded where we were. So. Nice. So that was fun. And it was uh, just sat around, made meals, um, hung out together, you know, chat. Awesome. It was, it was, it was what I needed. We, uh, we did a, as a birthday gift to the three birthday girls, we brought a private chef in that cooked in our oh, home. fun! I highly recommend it. Like if anybody's ever looking for a special experience for somebody, it was really cool because it, Like you didn't have to deal with a restaurant and, you know, like all the people there. And do you get a good waiter, a bad waiter? Um, But it was, he plated all the meals and served them to us and talked about, you know, what he was serving. How many
2: meals did he do?
1: We just did the one private chef meal. Like that was their birthday dinner. So it also felt very adult. I mean, I know we're adults because we're all in our forties, but it just
2: felt very adult. You were adulting hard. (laughs) We were adulting hard. (laughs)
1: There's no more like get the cheese and crackers out by the pool. Yeah. Is there any more chips and salsa? (laughs) Yeah. We're having like plated grouper with avocado cream sauce.
2: Oh, yum. (laughs) Anyway. how That's a fabulous idea. Actually. I need to keep that in mind.
1: It's a really good idea. Yeah. It's a really fun way to make something special, but also kind of intimate and private. So. I mean, you could go with or without your bra to the dinner. Wow. Good point. It was all girl's trip. So. Was the chef male or female? He was male. Uh, well, uh
2: that's all right. He's in your house.
1: He's in our house. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there were some amazing sunburns going on. So, I mean, we weren't walking around topless. But.
2: Well, there were nine other houses. That we're using that beach. <laughs> this wasn't on the beach. It was in the house. No, I know. I'm just teasing you.
1: <laughs> that does one time with, um, right after we grad, we all graduated from college or I graduated from grad school. All of my college friends, girlfriends, we got together and we went to, um, went on a cruise, but we went out of Miami. And so we got there the day before and stayed in Miami beach because, you know, just flights and stuff. And, we got there before this one friend of ours, and we were walking on the beach, and we all of a sudden, we were like, we're on a nude beach. Like, this is a nude beach. <laughs> and, like, spending time in Europe growing up, you know, like, topless is pretty normal to see people. So this one friend, we didn't tell her that, and we were like, let's just go for a walk on the beach.
0: She's like, "Y'all, yeah, they're naked. <laughs> so funny (laughs) I'll never
1: it's like she's trying to be discreet and whisper it but (laughs) super loud (laughs) anyway so I have been to a nude beach before
2: nice did you participate or did you just spectate
1: I we just spectated oh Um, there you go sorry Libby's texting me about plans this week so Libby's interrupting the
2: podcast if you hear that (laughs) yeah
1: because we're splitting plans next week um, I'm going to the last bus ride. Woo-hoo.
2: Yes, you are. And well, that's yeah, next week. Yes, next week. And I'm going to Gravel Worlds. You'll be yes. at Gravel Worlds. So I'll be at Gravel Worlds.
1: Yep. So I think we're going to both be on the Instagram account
2: playing around. That'll be fun. Tooling Instagram. I'm, I'm, you'll win, but uh, <laughs> I'll try hard. <laughs> you did get it, You did good at Crusher. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> that, was, that was frustrating. So I was like, I'm out of practice, A, and, and B, when there's no signal, it's super frustrating.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what was
2: frustrating was that you had all the bars, but nothing would go through. Yeah. And everybody was having that same issue. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just me. I was like, is, is everybody else? And was like, yeah, the internet here sucks. Well, even at Unbound, I didn't upload everything live. Like
1: I would record it and then I would go inside a lot of times and sit in the media room where there was
2: Wi-Fi and upload it. Because so many people trying to get on the same. Yeah. Well, they're just, and that's, that even wasn't an option in Beaver. Yeah. So anyway, but thank you. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
1: we are, we have our hundred and two episodes and six of those mm-hmm. have been Allie Tedrick. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, she came on last week and I was like, because. We were trying to work on the whole schedule out because I was like, oh, she's going to really love this conversation if she's available, but the times didn't overlap very well. And so Rook comes on and we're just talking. And I was like, we're already recording. Just start talking. Oh, that's funny. So Rook was great. She just rolled with it. It was hilarious though.
2: Cool. Well, I can't wait to listen to it. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm
1: glad that you told everybody you had
2: COVID because I did out you that you have COVID. Oh, that's okay. Like. Yeah. I some care. people
1: still like to keep it a secret when they have it.
2: Well, I mean, I I I appreciate that, but I but I'm also just like, I've got COVID. I mean, yeah. I went to a huge wedding. So and who knows if that's even where I got it. Like
1: you probably got it on the plane in the airport. I feel like is just walking around the airports. Maybe. That's what, when I was in Atlanta, like they have the trains or you can walk. And I'm not even that worried about getting it because I had it not long ago. So I just like walked like because the trains were
2: so crowded. Well, that was my, I had to go to Atlanta <laughs> on our red-eye experience. When we left Petaluma, we left San Francisco, flew to LA. They canceled our connecting flight to Kansas City. And our Ireland flight left at noon that next day. And I was like, we, you have to get us back to Kansas City. Um, and they could not make it happen. So they got us back to Kansas city at nine 30 Monday morning via the red eye through Atlanta. Oh my gosh. It was so terrible. Like we got home and we both were just like, we felt like we'd been run over by a truck. There's a certain point in your life that you should never do a red eye again. (laughs) Uh, Well, and then knowing what we were headed into. And we were also coming off of Tetrick's wedding. So you know, Saturday night was a late night anyway. And then we left Sunday anyway, yada, yada. Maybe you were tired enough to adjust to the
1: time zone quickly then. It did
2: help. to Ireland, honestly. Yep. So, anyway, 102.
1: 102. Okay. So, just to, to go back for people that don't know, we didn't know each other before we started the podcast. No,
2: mm-mm, we didn't. I've, <laughs> I've spent more time with you in the last 102 weeks. Than any other person than my husband, <laughs> <laughs> I feel honored about that,
1: which really it's been more than a hundred and two. <laughs> Cause we were sporadically just take breaks.
2: Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. the last two, it's been two and a half years, two years. And in...
1: it was right. Like the pandemic
2: had just,
1: I talked to you on the phone before the pandemic, when Sarah was in Atlanta and we had talked about the podcast. I was like, Oh, I have a call with this woman, Christy Moan this week. Yep. And that was before COVID. It was right before. It was Uh the end of February of 2020.
2: I mean, COVID was here. We just didn't didn't know it. We just didn't know it yet. We didn't know how much it was going to change our lives. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That was and our first meeting. Was at unbound in 2021? Yeah. So it even took us over a year to meet in person. Yeah. Which was crazy because you're taller than I thought you were going to be. I mean, you prepped me for it, but I was like, "Oh yeah, she's tall."
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to be short. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I I wish, like, especially now we're recording this episode. I tried to. I thought you weren't recording.
0: I was not recording. recording. I, wasn't recording. I was like
2: sneaking up on you, and like I'm going to meet Catherine, and like I thought, "Well, this will be fun to use." And then I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't hit the record button. <laughs> Yeah, idiot. Yeah, I've done that but so many times. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was unbound. Um, when you went around and did a bunch of interviews and you had me in to help you know with Claire. So she's she's pinched hit a couple times too. Who else have we had on as co hosts, guest co hosts? You've had a couple. Is Ali and Claire? Are they the only two? Claire, I don't think
1: Claire's been my co-host we've had our last minute when we were like our guest canceled oh, we remember okay. we got Claire out of bed one time because she has yeah, those crazy right. hours for cnn <laughs> i was
2: like that's right. can you
1: record right now
2: yeah that's right she's and like she let me it. get up
1: and get a cup of coffee let <laughs> me get a cup of coffee <laughs> <laughs> um but do you have like are have there been some moments some like aha moments or some things that you felt like that really hit me or
2: that really changed my perspective on something Oh, I think there's been a lot of them, honestly. Um, you know, if I have to, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fumble on thinking of people's names because I'm so bad at last minute stuff. Um I gave you like three hours notice on this. I know you did, and I didn't um instead <laughs> so I went and got a manicure. Uh, <laughs> that's appropriate. <laughs> that's appropriate. Um oh my gosh, her name is eluding me. Um your pt bike fit. Oh, Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Chloe Murdoch. That was a very early episode. That was a very early episode. I really um enjoyed listening to her com- like the conversation we had with her. I thought that was really eye-opening for me. I think um, you know, Celine has always been a great guest to have on. Like I always enjoy the conversations we have with her. Um I think like when I think about kind of um ones and i don't know like the the conversation that we had with mod Farrell, um which was more recent uh was a really powerful one for me yeah you know and sometimes when you think about those you're like is it because i'm sitting there with a question in my own head at that moment
1: well because we called you out for not like owning that you got into the gravel cycling hall of fame
2: that was probably part of it yeah and just, I mean, a lot of that, just like the, the, the fact that when you're on here, like trying to kind of um, hopefully lead by example and realizing that <laughs> you're not, oops, I'm not being a very good example, um, is it, those are always kind of moments that for me that are pretty, pretty powerful. Um, I'm trying to think of some other faves. Well... I loved when Denisha was on. I thought Denisha shell was amazing. Um,
1: Yeah. I had several
2: people that reached out after that
1: one about the bariatric surgery, which I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have thought of, but Mm -hmm. that were just like, I've done this and I didn't realize now I'm looking, I'm looking through our old podcast feed. I loved the episode with Rach McBride. Oh yes. Like I already knew Rach and I'd heard their story, but just to hear, um, just a lot more of what it, what it means to, to feel like you belong and little things that people can do to, um, you know, that would go a long way for inclusion, which I feel like lifetime then just like ran with that.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I think that it was, I know it was, you know, it was already in the works, but, but finding Rach helped make it, a lot easier. um with for uh, several reasons, you know. I mean, Meg Meg Fisher falls in that same category and and um further down the line, Abby Robbins, they they've been a, they were a great guest oh, as well. Abby was and, a and Molly, guest. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I think I mean, I think that's part of the stuff that that I I've really loved about what I really hope that the work that we're doing with the podcast is part of what's making women's cycling. So amazing. Um, you know, letting all these people, all these, all these people from different backgrounds get a chance to just share their story and just talk. Yeah. So how about you? Did you have any favorites? Well, I was
1: just looking for the feed and I found that one with uh, Cynthia and Rach, where they talked about their, their, 350 experience that was so because they were just so good together yeah that was funny that was just yeah. fun. and just like I don't know then Cynthia on that podcast she said I'm going back next year and I'm going to win and I'm going to win
2: and she did and, and she did she manifested the shit right out of that
1: yeah so, so I really I really loved that one um
2: God, we've had some insane guests
1: We've had really, I mean, all of these women, like when I look through it, I'm like, oh, and that one and that one, but I can't name all of them because, um, but just, I think that's the thing for me is, I mean, you, we, we laugh about this, but every time we get off a call, either you or I are like, we need to talk to you about this, this, and this,
2: because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> we just see so much possibility. Or are we like, oh, I need to connect them with so-and-so, or like this would work because the women in the community are just doing such amazing things and they're so creative and they care so much about the community. And um, like, I just think of, you know, we had Laura King on, she was our second guest
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then they were doing um, that year. They couldn't do the, the, uh, their retreat, their women's clinic. And she just reached out and she said, Hey, what if we did this on girls gone gravel? Like, what if we just, right. Um, did a DIY series and she arranged the whole thing uh, that summer with a like pretty new baby in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Um, And so like the generosity and the wanting to make the community better, Mm -hmm. I think is what's really cool about, about getting to know people. And then you go to events and you're like, this is my friend.
2: I know that's really cool. I mean, Rach McBride spent three weeks in my at my house training for Unbound, which was, you know, incredible getting to know them better and having some amazing conversations just around all of this stuff. It's just, it's pretty cool. We're pretty lucky.
1: Yeah. What, what do you feel like you've seen change in the women's space in the last two and a half years?
2: I just, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's change. I think it's just awareness and more growth you know, you know what I mean? I think that that foundation has been there and now it's just, we're just, our voices are getting amplified more. Um, I think the, you know, I think what we're going to look back at is seeing moments in history where it just amplified it more. And, you know, and what I'm hoping is that that culture that we've, it's, it's interesting when you, when you step back and think about the women are so more, so much more interesting. You know, people keep saying that when you're talking about the pro women's field, um, and and so much of that comes from the fact, sadly, that they have to have, you know, nine to five jobs in addition to training most of them. Um, but that's that's what makes them. You know, I I'm overthinking this. I'm sure because that's what I do. But I'm like that. That's one of the things that makes them more interesting. It also makes them, I think, a lot more relatable mm-hmm. um, and also a lot more willing to lift other women up. And I just hope that that doesn't ever disappear. <clears throat> you know, I hope we can continue to be supporting each other. I mean, you know, we're competing for sure when you're talking about a bike race, but that doesn't mean that you can't um, be kind and be generous and, and be helpful. And I, I think that platform's there. And I just think what we've been doing is just continuing to amplify it in the women's space. And I'm hoping that that just continues. How about you?
1: I think that we are seeing a lot more diversity of the types of women. So women of color, um, maybe female identifying bodies, but that wouldn't identify as a woman. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, like Marley and her, oh, she was a great podcast guest too, but all, all bodies on bikes. Um, and so uh, just as my experience with the cycling scene, which was again, more in the Southeast, but it was a very typically very white, certain body type, you know, certain, sure. certain type of person. And I think we're just, there is a, a conscious effort for diversity that's that's really happening. That's not happening in other endurance sports, necessary or the other ones that I've been involved in. Yeah, aka triathlon.
2: <laughs> Where Rachel and I have been doing some good work in there in that space.
1: Which we'll I will say, USA Triathlon, not Ironman, but USA Triathlon did just add a non-binary category. Yeah, to all of their racing, which is a big deal. Um,
2: so it's all good. It's funny because like. I've had some moments where I'm like, um, Oh, you know, a specific one when gravel worlds announced their, their women going, I was like, that's old. I did that. We we, we already did that. But then I was like, wait a second. You know, that's what we need is, you know, those ideas and those activations and those like movements or whatever you want to call them being normalized and done and talked about, you know, yeah, um, it's pretty cool.
1: To live your healthiest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source your body. Inside Tracker was created by experts of aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. It provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live a longer, healthier life. Inside Tracker can also calculate your biological age. Which is the rate you're aging compared to your chronological age as well as ways to lower your biological age the thing we love most about inside tracker is that they give you recommendations on things you can control to optimize your health like food supplements workouts and other lifestyle choices and did you know that you can use your hsa hra and fsa to buy any inside tracker plan which means you can purchase inside tracker using your tax-free dollars oh and it gets better For a limited time, you get 20% off the entire Tracker store when you sign up. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with the science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working, visit InsideTracker.com slash feisty. That's InsideTracker.com slash feisty. We had a social media post about uh, periods um, Mm -hmm. and a race director, a male race director reached out to me through Instagram and was like, um, it's a really awkward question, but I want to have feminine products at like our aid stations. And I just don't know what to buy. (laughs) I was like, I love that you asked me that question. It is not awkward at all. Right. But when would a race director have ever randomly reached out to you before to be thinking about those things, right? Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> and did you see Colorado's gonna get rid of sales tax on tampons and diapers? I did not see that. That's awesome though. I know. Yeah. You should not be taxed on things you have to I thought that was incredible. Use. So uh, there was also that one senator that passed a bill or was trying to brought up legislation to make Viagra illegal interesting yeah he was saying well if uh getting pregnant is an act of god impotence is also an act of god and you should just live with it
0: <laughs> I, <love that>.
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I know that was kind of funny but i mean it's going nowhere but
1: <laughs> it's funny <laughs> it's like the woman that rode in the hov lane in texas that was pregnant <laughs> yes and she's like yeah both ways it's either yeah. a person or it's not a person.
2: Evidently, you can have it both ways. Anyway, okay, that's, that's a little <laughs>
1: that's side, little side topic of uh, <laughs> politics.
2: <laughs> yes. Um. It, well, you didn't? Did you? Did, oh, yeah, you did. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Di- yeah. There, diversity. Yeah,
1: It's okay. You probably still have a
2: little COVID brain. I do have a bit of COVID fog, for sure. I don't remember last week, which is what's really crazy anyway.
1: Yeah. The first time I had it, I was really out of it. Um,
2: Also, you came back from like a major trip, like those two things on top of each other. There was probably some jet lag and everything else going on in there. But anyway, Uh,
1: drying out from a few weeks of partying.
2: (laughs) The alcohol.
1: (laughs) Your liver was like Guinness. Your liver's like waving the white flag. It's like, I need all the brain cells down here. <laughs> <Yes>. so, like,
2: <laughs> Send them.
1: Get rid of what's going on.
2: Oh, man. Um, anyway.
1: Do you have any like really fun or like moments like that that you could think of from the podcast?
2: Fun moments? Well, I think all of our moments are fun.
1: We are really fun.
2: Pat <laughs> <laughs> myself on the back there. Um, fun moments. Ah, well, I mean, the, the, probably the one that you mentioned, the Cynthia and Rachel one, that I was laughing a lot through that one. They were so funny. They were so funny. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and just the knowing those two women, like I do, and I've known Rachel for a while, just like I could visual visualize them out there doing that. So it was even more funny. Um, I, I think so much of it's come from just like the, the real fun times or funny times. It's like when we get to meet people in real life and you know share stories and laugh and and you know pedal a few miles together whatever it is. I think that's one of the byproducts from from the show that's been super fun for me. Um you know I've enjoyed um I really enjoyed our trip last year to the last best ride. I think we need to do that. <laughs> Even though you airplanes. complained
1: about how far it was.
2: <laughs> well it times. was
1: far. <laughs> <laughs> now you know never ask me how. Long
2: something's gonna take her how far? You do not know the distance between steamboat and whitefish. <laughs> I
1: I thought that I had two weeks. But no, this is how bad it is. I came back from the beach and I was like, "Oh, I've got like three weeks until I go to Montana." This is like last. Like, oh no, it's like next. That's why Libby's texting me because I'm like, "So when do we have the house?"
2: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> No, but those I mean those are like just some of the byproducts of the show, I think, is what has brought on some of the super fun times. And I've I've really loved it when we've been able to do our little um like when we did it at Lead Leadville and Steamboat last year, our little live recordings. I thought those were really fun. So yeah,
1: those are fun. I've liked going to unbound. I even liked going to unbound just kind of doing the behind the scenes and not there's a big plane going overhead. um, and not like setting up the whole recording thing but just Mm -hmm. getting little podcast snippets and kind of taking people that was fun at crusher too honestly yeah it's it's fun to kind of tell the story of it and and i think one of my um favorite moments it was kind of like the culmination of unbound this year but i probably had five or six people that came up to me that said i'm here because of your all's podcast Mm -hmm. i've been listening to this and just Seeing that I think is really cool to go. Not that it's about going to an event, right? But we've inspired people to feel like I can go do that. That's accessible. That's That seems fun. I want to be there and do that. So uh, that's been really fun to me. <laughs> Another thing I thought of though is remember when we had Hannah Grant on and you were so starstruck.
2: Oh my God. I was just getting my to talk about her. That's so funny. I was completely starstruck with Hannah Grant. Yeah. I don't get starstruck either. It's so well funny that and Myrna, like when the, my Myrna, phone, my phone shut yeah, down because Myrna was like, I couldn't even talk to her. That was funny. I was like, Oh my god, Myrna's here. Um, yeah, I. But I, you know, I love that that there's some women that have just really like seemed. I don't want to say untouchable, but like just sort of like the work that they're doing just seems so so powerful. Um, and you know, I'd watched. I watched, um, that eat race, win that whole series. And I was bummed when it was over and, you know, getting to meet, meet Hannah was pretty cool. And I just was looking the other day. I was like, Oh, I need to get back to making some of our recipes. Cause I was on those sweet potato cake oh, things gosh, like crazy, are so, for good. A while. so good. And I just, you know, life happens for a while or you travel for a bit and you kind of forget about it. <laughs> You're not like, living oh.
1: in quarantine anymore
2: to where you just cook. <laughs> I'll cook this what? and I'll cook that. Whatever happened to your sourdough? Um, the starters in the back of the fridge, I feed it occasionally. Um, I've, you know, I don't know. It's, she's probably dead at this point. I don't know. Um, which I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, but we found this really amazing bakery really close to the loft. And I'm like, this is so much easier. And I, if, I loved it. Like if I, if, if I, we I have another say, like,
1: lockdown, you'll do it again,
2: lockdown again, or even, even just winter. Like it's, it's super hard. Yeah. To do it when literally the coolest thing about Ireland was that it was daylight from like 5. AM until just after 10 PM. I mean, that's here in the summer. Yeah. It's so amazing. Like I just, you know, I just want to be outside. So sourdough is, is a winter thing if I bring it back, but yeah, Annie's probably dead <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I have to find a new starter. I had to find a new starter. Oh, I pulled this out. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I know it made an appearance on one picture. Oh, your girl power bathing suit. Yeah. My girl power bathing suit. Um, I really think I told Allie's, I think she's talking about bringing it to SBT. And I'm like, you should, because SBT has no vowels either. <laughs>
0: that <totally> sense.
2: <laughs> you and Allie could like uh, ride your bikes in them. No, <laughs> Allie could. <laughs> I'm like, my body looks nothing like Allie's body, <laughs> but um, no, I am. I'm doing a panel at gravel worlds. And I think I'm going to rock that thing at the gravel worlds panel.
1: I totally think you should.
2: I think I will. Like, pink sparkle, girl power, like all the things. Walmart that, like, bathing suit. Walmart bathing suit, yeah. It still has the little uh, changing thing in it, the liner. Do not uh, hygienic liner. Remove for general use after purchase. I think you should. It's probably time. <laughs> to it. Well, you. Can, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh my god yeah you can tell i've not worn it but but it was about to make it in the garage sale pile and tetrick was like don't you dare (laughs) that's amazing you should get her to sign your girl power (laughs) that's That's true i can never sign it yeah (laughs) that's pretty amazing like i signed your marriage license you signed my girl power bathing station (laughs) (laughs) Cool. well since
1: we've been rambling on for quite a while, oh, I know. What? Is there any anything else that you
2: want to say to our community?
1: What's your what's your uh, words of
2: wisdom, Christy Moon? I mean, just thank you. Like, you know, we talk about the difference this is making, but it's literally like the community that's making the difference, and um, I just couldn't, I just couldn't be more thankful for the opportunities for the conversations for the friends. I couldn't be more thankful for you. I'm really grateful that you reached out and asked me if I'd if I'd play play podcasts with you. Um, you know it's it's really cool to think that we're at 102 and it doesn't seem like there's a sign of stopping. Like I'm not tired of it. And I don't I mean I don't think the community's tired of it. So keep meeting great women. Uh, So yeah. How about you?
1: Uh, I think it's the same thing. It's, you know, you start a podcast and you're like, is anybody going to (laughs) listen? Does anybody care? But uh, they actually reached out to me to be on the gravel ride uh, this week. And I was, I was talking about the community and, you know, somebody is probably Libby, but somebody told them at Rooted like, Oh, Catherine, somebody you really have to talk to in the community, which is so wild to me because it was kind of like a drunken Instagram handle. But just to see, like, I don't ever feel like I just had the privilege of being somebody that put my hand up and said, well, I'm willing to start this. But it really always has been about the community and the people within the community and for people going on a journey with us and learning alongside of us and listening to our rambling, (laughs) showing up to our things. And yeah, I'm just so appreciative of of that. Um, And then I get to go to all these cool things, like all these cool events and barely ride my bike these days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: going to get back to that one day. Uh, You do. (laughs) One, one pedal stroke at a time. One pedal
1: stroke at a time.
2: Well, you know, that's been, yeah, for me, for sure. Back at it. So little bits and pieces. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, I I almost forgot to announce this and Amy would kill me, but um, because we, are getting are we officially today are announcing our 2023 gravel festival date so if you just want to come hang out with us i should have asked you if you're free these dates i hope you're free
2: (laughs) oh god
1: may 11th through the
2: 13th uh that should work it's
1: not sea otter
2: i think you're fine may 20th is Pay Dirt. i told him i'd come and do that yeah i think that should work fine Yeah, It's going to be what it is. We'll be fine. Yeah. The next
1: weekend is rule of three um, also. So May 11th through the 13th, 2023. Tickets aren't on sale or anything, but if you were interested in Gravel Festival this year or you came and you want to come back, put it on your calendar. We're going back to Bentonville. Nice. We learned from all the mistakes we made last year and we're going to make it even bigger. And better this coming year. So I'm pretty excited about it. We'll have Christy Lee Beginner Clinics again. She, she just committed into <laughs> it.
2: I'll be there in the band. I, I will I will teach you to do to descend better. I will teach you. Me, and Celine climb better. Can like yeah
1: do a repeat of sitting on the porch drinking a bottle of wine. I would love that. And let's let's record a podcast while we're down there for sure. Yeah. And all our free time we will do that for sure. <laughs> it, sh- it should actually be better this year now that we've got one under our belt. Um, so that's exciting. And then the other thing that's getting announced on Thursday, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce this yet, but it's whatever I'm in charge. So I'm going to do it, is, um, we are going to have for the first time ever, uh, gravel cycling awards. That's right. Yes. So feisty media, the company that produces this podcast that I work for full time, does a conference every year alongside um, shift sports called the outspoken women in triathlon conference. It was that for three years and now it's, we're shifting it to the outspoken women and endurance sports conference. So it's really for any woman that works in endurance sports. um, So whether you work for company, whether you own a business, whether you're just a leader in the community and want to grow in your leadership skills, but within that, we do a an award ceremony and we celebrate the women in sports. So we're going to have some um, awards that are like gravel specific awards and some that are triathlon specific and some that are like an overlap of awards. But it's it's not about results like how fast people ride or how many. It's all about like contributions to the community. So um, like volunteer awards, um, race structure awards coach awards so check out um our instagram on thursday and feisty media's instagram will be starting to announce those and you can nominate deserving women in the community for those awards and i'm so excited about this oh that's gonna be awesome yeah so though we'll have more to come on that Bye. that's just like my off the cuff
2: sneak preview of it nice um,
1: anyway well, I hope you have a good time in Ludville and Steamboat this week. Thank you.
2: I'll miss you. Have fun at the last best ride.
1: I know. Well, you'll you'll be in Nebraska then. So, I will be in Nebraska. I think um, you're going to have a really fun party, but I'm going to have really beautiful scenery.
2: True, and probably not as hot. That's <laughs> true.
1: Oh, I sent Selena text a message today because race day the low is 39. She's like, "You
2: are you having a are you having a breakfast again? Do you need me to (laughs) save the (laughs) I was like, "You know, I'm not going to come up with any more
1: ideas this year. It's been a crazy (laughs) year. I'm going to try to throw out any ideas for things we could do. I'm just going to show up and do like I'm going to make the people living in our house do a bunch of Instagram reels. There you go. I think they know about that, but if not, now they do." Cool. So um I'll be talking to you next week. We've got some recordings. Yes. We've got some recordings coming up. All right. Well, I appreciate you. I'm so I appreciate you. Grateful I've gotten to do this with you. And I don't know where the stop button is. <laughs> you have been listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast. This podcast is edited and produced by the team at Live feisty Media. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating. It really helps other women find the podcast and be sure to follow us at girls gone gravel on Instagram or Facebook.